Hello, people. Welcome to another episode of Thriving as a Canadian Immigrant. It's your host, Toyin, back here again to provide you with the necessary ginger you need to settle and most importantly, to thrive as a professional here in Canada. It's hard to believe that we're on the eighth episode of this podcast. I'm celebrating the baby steps. I'm enjoying sharing all the information and knowledge here. I hope that you're benefiting from listening. I just want to say that I appreciate every single listener of each episode. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening from day one to now. Now to the episode of today. I'll be answering another question that is on the lips of many people on this journey. And that is, should I take a survival job or not? First off, what is a survival job? As the name denotes, it's a job to survive, right? A job to get by, to pay the bills. And in many cases, doesn't need significant education or experience. Not necessarily your desired job, just something to keep body and soul together while you're searching for your desired job or a job in your field. So this survival job may not be paying top dollar, but it's something just to get by in the meantime. What are the types of survival jobs we have here in Canada? Cab driver is one. Food delivery, like doing pizza delivery or like skip the dishes, for example. That's one popular delivery service here in Canada. Cashier at grocery store cleaner, server at restaurants, care jobs, telemarketer, some customer service jobs as well, or security personnel or factory worker. That's just a few of the many survival jobs that are out there. Please note, I just want to say here that what is a survival job to you may be a job that is okay for someone else and they don't mind doing it for years. That leads me to the question, should you take a survival job or not? Just like I mentioned a few seconds ago, because it is a survival job to you, it may not be a survival job to someone else, which means taking a survival job is entirely a personal decision based on your individual circumstance. What circumstance, you may ask, how fat your purse is, how much money you have at your disposal while searching. Do you have that wiggle room for two or three months or even longer to not take a survival job and continue your search? And what are you looking to get out of a survival job? A lot of people do it mainly for the money, but maybe there's more for you, more like getting Canadian experience or you need to polish up your language skills or build your local network. Or it's time for you to work, get some money and at the same time study for exams or build your professional expertise on the side where you're making money. So there's lots of reasons for different people. But the question is, should you take the survival job or not? If you're on the team of don't take a survival job, this is for you. Your determination to not take a survival job needs to show up. It needs to show in your level of preparedness as a professional. Not thinking whether people will see me doing a survival job and it's beneath me. No, you need to look past that. That should not be your motivation. What you need to ask yourself is how prepared are you? Your resume, the skills you're bringing, how in demand are those skills? What is your standout factor? Your impressive profile, your can-do attitude, your job search strategy, where you plan on meeting professionals that can take a chance at your profile. All of that matters and all of that adds up. Getting your resume together, networking, connecting with professionals, your quality volunteer experience, your LinkedIn profile. Make sure you are on top of those key factors during your search. Also, if you say, I won't be taking, I don't plan on taking a survival job. If you don't take a survival job, are there jobs that are in line with your profession? So, for example, you studied HR, 
can you do office admin for a few months while you search for HR jobs? So you don't necessarily have to take what is a survival job in your case, like packing goods in a warehouse at odd hours. Let me add here before I proceed that no disrespect to those in this line of work today. All honest work is good work. So to the point, look at your skills and see where your transferable skills lie and in what fields you can apply these and broaden your search. Your career journey needs constant tweaking to make upgrades. Now for the other team, if you absolutely need to take a survival job, here is what you need to keep in mind. No knowledge is lost. So while you're at it, look out for what you can gain. What can you gain? Aside from the money to sort out your bills, can you go away from that job with any form of relevance experience in that organization within your role or outside of your role. So when you're leaving that job, is there something substantial that you would have gained while doing that job? Keep your eyes peeled. Are there any relational skills that you can develop while at it? I know it can be hard keeping your eyes on the go when you're frustrated and you're tired after a long day of work. So here's the red flags that you need to look out for. In terms of disadvantages, you may find that you have very limited time or no time at all to search for the real thing. Maybe this survival job is taking too many hours and you get home tired, knocked out. Can you afford to cut back on your hours? Can you do part-time? Can you afford it? Or you simply just have to dig your heels in and burn the night candle. Yeah, for the most part, no candles in Canada. There is 24-7 electricity. But you get what I mean. Do you need to burn the night candle while you do those extra quality applications or research organizations in your field within your area or take that certification that can improve your bargaining power? So while you're at that survival job, guard your time. Keep your eyes on the go. Don't let the hundreds of dollars fool you. Keep you from the thousands of dollars that lie ahead. As I round up, the ball is now in your court, dear professional. With all that I've touched on in this episode, I hope that you make decisions and take steps that will be to your advantage. Finally, it is possible. Yes, it is very possible to get a job in Canada without doing a survival job. It is possible to get a job in your desired field. I'm one of those testimonials and I know people who have equally gotten their desired job in Canada. And if you have to take a survival job, please note it is nothing, like absolutely nothing to be ashamed of. As long as you keep working on your goals and you don't lose sight of your dreams, be proud of the honest work you're doing. Your story is unique. Don't compare yourself and don't beat yourself down. Stay focused and stay positive. So before I go, I have a small favor to ask of you. If this episode makes sense to you, please share with a friend or a colleague or family member on this Canadian journey who may be wondering if they stand a chance of getting their desired job without first taking a survival job. Share this with them so they can equally benefit from listening. Don't forget that you can reach out to me on my Instagram at Thrive On Your Journey and Gmail thriveonyourjourney at gmail.com. Fellow immigrant professionals, Your skills are valuable. As always, I'm rooting for you. Until the next episode, I wish you all the best on your journey.